Inquisitive Nobody. I'm your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right, what is going on? This is Merit at First Sight, Season 13, Episode 11, Caution, Feelings Approaching. So, this sounds pretty good for the most part, but we're definitely going to get into it. So, let's uh, start it up. Day 28 of marriage. Um, let's see. Um, semantics for the... Oh, so, um, what's it called? Uh, what the hell are their names? Rachel and Jose. So, Rachel and Jose, um, they're having a, a discussion, I don't know, not over breakfast, but at a place where you can eat, at a restaurant, and they're having semantics over the lock, like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, I'm a bad, I didn't, you know, uh, you know, uh, you I didn't mean to lock the deadbolt, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then he always says, you know how I am. Every night I lock the deadbolt, blah, blah, blah. So which one is it? So it's semantics. Um, Jose's not admitting the truth. And Rachel's like, well, I'm not getting the apology that that I'm looking for or that I want. Which I understand. But um, she's saying that like, yeah. Is is this my is 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 the way that you treated me? Is this my real husband? Because what you did it has like deep core personality issues, and that's the same thing with um, what's her name? With Michaela, um, with with what Zach was saying about Michaela that that personality that personality trait that she has, it's a character trait. It's not something that she does when she gets angry it's within her and that's what um rachel is trying to say about jose and i'm like mm, yeah i mean no you know what You're probably right it probably is within him too but i don't know don't get him to that point <laughs> i guess but at the same time well then you know i guess that's hypocritical because then i can say that to zach um but um, the difference is Michaela is acting irrationally because, you know, oh, like I didn't get your text back or something like that. I mean, there's a difference between, um, you know, missing a text message and going ape shit, whereas you being called, your loved one being called by another name, calling you by another name, actually completely different i mean yeah um jose shouldn't have gone crazy and locked her out of the damn apartment like he did but it's it's still different but uh but yeah but that's what they're talking about and you know she's waiting for an apology and all that stuff and I, and i get it but at the same time we still haven't gotten down to the root of the issue because why, why is it all of a sudden the blame is on Jose? Yes, absolutely. He should not have, just like I explained in the last episode, he should not have kicked her out. But 
his loved one called him by another name. Why isn't this being spoken about? Granted, yeah, she said sorry, but we're not going to look in, in, in further into it. Because if we're not, then I guess, I don't know, it, it couldn't have been nothing. It, it, it couldn't have been just like easy, like, oh, hey, uh, Brian, can you change the channel? I want to watch, I don't know, Bachelors in Paradise. Or like, can you give me the remote, Brian? He's like, Brian, who the fuck is Brian? Who the fuck is Brian? You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. I don't think that would have elicited the vitriol and the anger that Jose got. I don't think that would have happened. So like now we're not. So now that's done for. And now, hey, let's blame the guy. Let's get the apology from the guy. No. Let's get the apology from you. I want to go in deeper. What what happened? Why did you call him by another name? Who does that other name belong to? It, it, was it a random ass name? Or does that name have significance? Why are we abandoning that storyline? Story but anyway. So yeah. Um... He's still pissed, but eventually he does apologize and give the and gives the apology that she's been waiting for. So things get better instantly because that's what she was really waiting on. And he does legitimately feel sorry for what he did, which is good. Uh, I didn't want him to be fake about it, but that's good. So all is well on that side. So day 29 of marriage. Um, Ryan gives brett a scavenger hunt and it is pretty cute like that that's cute and quick-witted of him so he writes all these notes and then of course the next note goes someplace else and she's going throughout the entire apartment and finally and lands on the end and he's saying that like oh you're awesome blah blah, blah you're cute all this stuff and um and even though she liked it she was like man you know well in the confession she didn't say to him but she was like i wish we would make an effort just like just like he made an effort with the scavenger hunt she's like i wish we would make an effort towards sex and intimacy and now i'm ready for it uh we're a month in and all we've done was kiss and i'm like yo whose fault is that <laughs> we, we talked about it last week i mean we talked about the last episode it's not his fault you know that's your fault misses two years um two years without having sex and oh i'm not gonna go into it that easily now you ready and so all, all the all you know curving him to the side and all that stuff he's good i mean but i mean granted he still doesn't know what's going on in his head which fine but at the same time it's like bro do you find like you you don't really need that much for sex is she attractive? Yes. Does she have a body? Yes. All right. Go. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's ready. So freaking do it. Like, I like, it's so funny how, uh, what's his face? Um, Ryan is trying, I don't know. I don't think he's necessarily doing this on purpose, but it's like, I bet you he has fucked chicks for less. 
and in less time than what he's doing he's like he's contemplating oh my god oh like uh should i uh do this or should i do that and i don't know i don't know remember this guy was labeled the serial dater i believe he went on a hundred dates it was either between johnny no johnny and ryan they both went on multiple dates i think he i think maybe johnny was 50 and ryan was 100 so you mean to tell me that you didn't smash any of those chicks those hundred chicks and now you're like uh, you're out of whack not knowing what to do with with your wife she's fucking hot and she's got a body fuck her <laughs> like, you know what i mean like what are you contemplating i mean yes i know you need the sparks but the sparks is for like the longevity in the long term but are you not attracted to her i don't understand why you wouldn't even go to there you know sure i get it having sex might might and probably will cause more problems but i i don't necessarily think it's wrong for you to go there considering that she, one she wants it two she wants it bad and three she's attractive you keep saying that you like her she's awesome blah blah, blah. unless you don't find her attractive then that's different but if you do then homie what 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 is the deal what's taking you so long do it remember she she's the one who said that um you're the most affectionate person that she's ever dated. So, what's going on? You're affectionate towards her. She wants the dick. Give it to her. I don't know. So, we go to Michaela and Zach. And they're double dating with Mirla and Gil. And they're going uh, salsa dancing. So, it's cool. Everybody looks cool. Mirla, uh, not Mirla. Um, Michaela looks really cool i like her little white dress with the, like the not stick people but um salsa dressing like people are dancing on her shirt it looks pretty cool you know and zach is looking cool too you know it's like it's it's nice so um yeah and then the thing the thing i don't like like so Mirla and gil get out of the car or whatever and like gil is like going to the door and she's like Mirla's like you're not gonna wait for your wife he's like he looks at her and is like I'm getting the door and she's like oh you know it's like what and I know for a lot of people they think that it's it's a small line but but it's not you have to look deeper into that because I hate I hate and this happens every so often in Married at First Sight where women where the wives will tote that they are they'll they will they will uh announce that they are wives and that whatever uh not accolades whatever not responsibilities what whatever comes with being a wife should be granted to them you know so uh, th that happened with uh, Jamie in the first episode, first episode, first season. Uh, Jamie Otis, that happened with her. And more so than not, it's always the wives that d are not feeling their husbands. 
but then when they want something they will announce well 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 i'm your wife and it's like whoa now you're my wife because i remember with jamie otis she was like um what was it i forget what they were talking about but i think they were talking about okay because like she wasn't feeling him at all and was very when they went on the honeymoon she was like oh no this is going to be a friend vacation i'm not going to consider it a honeymoon because i'm not really that attracted to him it's fucked up but okay fine but then he was talking about how he wanted to like he wasn't i think he wasn't going to share his like account or either wasn't going to share his account or like maybe not share his password or something like that and she was like oh you're not going to share your password with with me what are you talking about i'm your wife oh oh now you're my wife but before you weren't attracted to me but now that you need something now you're gonna play the wife card and i forget what other people said that too but like with mirla you know she's saying oh um you're not gonna wait for your wife and like gil is doing the actual right thing and opening the door for her so she can walk in and it's like oh okay because because like like are you acting like a wife Mirla have you fucked him yet you know if you want to play that card have you had have you had sex with your man yet as a wife should because I could play that card too you know you're, you're saying that oh this is what a husband should do for his wife oh uh walk alongside his wife where actually he was doing the right thing but you were so pretentious in your head that you forgot that he, it, you, it even, you didn't even consider in your mind that he was already doing the gentlemanly thing for him to do. You just cared about what you thought, you know. So it's like we we could play that card all day, Mirla. You know, oh, um, it, you didn't do that for your like, like you're not gonna wait for your wife. Like, well, you gonna suck this dick like a wife should? <laughs> you know, we could do that too you know so i didn't like that one bit but anyway so they go in and um so uh um the dance instructor the dance instructor comes in they're learning salsa and michaela gives it a go and like she's done she's like i I can't do it i'm done and she was kind of warning everybody too uh mirla was doing it zach was doing it gil was doing it and then everything is done. Uh, Mirla and Gil start dancing with each other. But Michaela left Zach to dance with the instructor. Because again she was done. With the activity. And um, she's like yeah. She's like I can't get it. So I'm, I'm sitting down. So you know completely disrespectful to Zach. So Zach is trying to get down. So I mean the, the event is over. And everybody's sitting down. And Zach is trying to get to the bottom of it. It's like, oh, like, well, what happened? Like, were, you know, were the steps hard or something like that? She's like, listen, I, I didn't want to do it anymore. Um, And if I'm not going to do something, you know, I'm just I'm just not going to do it. And then Gil's like, yeah, but, you know, you kind of you, you kind of didn't even give it a try. She was like, I didn't. And he was like, no, no, no. She was like, yeah, I did. And she was like, he was like, Gil was like, and Mila was like, no you didn't and then Gil's like no but you didn't even try it with your husband 
you know, you let him dance with the instructor. And she's like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. But at the same time, if I don't want to do something, I don't want to do it. And then, like, she gives him this look like, know your role, son. All right? Or I'm going to pop off on you. And I'm going to put that video in the IG so you can see what I'm talking about. But, like, it's so distinct, that maneuver that she gives. She gives, like, a head nod and then, like, a smile to be like, calm yourself. This has nothing to do with you. And then she turns around and to Zach. And it's like a, oh, my God. Like, what is what is going on? The, the, oh. It, 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 oh. So, and then, you know, Gil is concerned about their relationship. And Zach, and Zach's like, oh, I think, you know, I think we're, I think we're doing all right. I think we're moving forward. And then Michaela's like, no, we ain't. We're moving backward, actually. Because you keep saying that, you know, you don't see a future with me whatever i want to feel wanted and you know what kudos to her because it's true zach does give that vibe of finality you know like oh this is done whatever so you know we're just coasting and she wants somebody who wants her who wants a long-term relationship but again i understand why he feels that way because she keeps going cuckoo for cocoa buffs and doing hurricane k all the time um so i get that so yeah um yeah they're in a rough spot but they're still seeing it through and going about their business but no michaela did not like that uh gift whatsoever (laughs) um it's day 30 and it's the one month one month anniversary of um the couples so johnny and bao decide to go skydiving to commemorate it and it was crazy because it was on bow's bucket list and they did it so that was freaking awesome for them yeah i i don't know if i'd ever go skydiving it seems super interesting but oof i don't know if i'll do it anyway mirla and gil uh they go to a winery so mirla says she's not a big wine drinker but she wants to have the experience of going to a winery so like I don't know, that only, that reeks of, like, bouginess to me. Like, ooh, I want to go to, like, it's like going to the Hamptons. You know, like, ooh, let's go to the Hamptons, even though you have no business being there. You just want to be there because that's what people do. That's what people of that ilk do. So, like, that's what I think that Mirla does, too. It's like, oh, I'm not even a big wine drinker, but I want to go to an entire winery and do what? Not drink? (laughs) You know what I mean? That's the entire purpose of the winery is for you to drink to test out drinks that's why i don't go like yeah sure it's it's nice and yeah i do have a curiosity for it but i'm not going because i don't drink so what am i gonna do there nothing (laughs) you know so i get it but uh mila says that she's uh she's fine in the relationship things are good for her um he uh, Gil necessarily isn't because she's closed minded with um a lot of things and he tries to broaden her horizons but she's like oh you know well what you see is what you get um and I hate that too because it's like okay great so what you're telling me is there's no compromises so why should I even try and I have to abide by whatever rules you have preset because you won't be changing them because what i see is what i get 
you know, which is funny because she can say that, but he can't, you know, because why? Happy wife, happy life. Yay. So I don't know. No, I don't like that. Um, but Mirla does say to Gil that she does like him because he's uh, direct and honest and she feels so comfortable with that because yeah he doesn't beat around the bush and neither does she um and she says i love spending time with him and he's everything that i wanted and more even though i've heard that line before uh by my ex-fiance <laughs> uh she's telling a lie because we all remember it's documented she's not to say that he's he's nothing that she wanted but remember two of the big things was that he was bald and that he's cheap and she did not want those attributes in her husband in a husband remember that it's there so what i think you mean to say is mirla is that gil isn't necessarily what you wanted because he isn't but gil is what you needed because now you're seeing your superficial attributes wash away because Gil in your eyes is an amazing person and you would have never given him the time of day if it was out of this experiment never you would have saw him let's say you guys met at the bar or you saw him at the bar across the room and you're like, oh, he's bald. Never mind. I'm not, I'm not messing with him. See? Boom. Done. It would have been over. And you would have missed the greatness that this man is. All because you didn't like that he's bald. And let's say you even got past that. And I guess whatever. You guys were talking about finances while meeting with each other at that same bar. Again, you would have been done. You'd be like, oh, no, he's cheap. No, he's probably going to want me to change my lifestyle. Mm -mm, I'm gone. I'm, I'm good. I'm done. You know, again, you would have missed out on him. So he is not, Gil is not what you wanted. Gil is who you needed to break those superficial chains from you and see an amazing guy that Gil is, that you love or like, whatever. So a lot of women need to do that. They need to break that. They need to break that off from their head. Because you're missing out on great, great men. Because of whatever arbitrary rules that you have set up a long time ago. And haven't recently redid your list. So there you go. So now, Johnny and Bao. Um, they're talking. Well, yeah, they're talking. And he's saying he wants more spontaneity in sex, not necessarily scheduled like they've been doing. But I'm just like, bro, you should be lucky that you get an ass, all right? Because um, Bao has said before, I think maybe two or three episodes ago, that she wants sex, if, she, if it's possible, every day or every other day, all right? Are you already tired of that schedule that you need that it needs to be sp spontaneous? <laughs> it, has, it, it can't be. It's been like three days <laughs> since since she announced that. 
So, like, what happened? But then she's like, all right, well, you know, if you want spontaneity to happen, then, you know, touch me more. Well, she's like, well, then touch me, touch me. And she starts, like, you know, trying to grab at him. And he's like, ugh. There that go, there's that giddiness again. And I'm like, yo, the giddiness is cute, man. Like, I would have, if she said touch me more, that's when I would have touched her. Just like she wants. You know, because I, I completely forgot. Because it's been a while. I completely forgot that Johnny wants the woman to initiate because it makes him feel better that he's wanted and then he is okay now he'll be all right to do whatever he's gonna do because he now knows that the woman is into him and he wants the girl to initiate but bow is saying that like yo i need you to initiate because you're the man you're supposed to court me you're supposed to court me and he doesn't want to do that because he doesn't want the rejection he wants to be assured remember he wanted a clingy girl so he wanted to be assured that okay you're feeling me cool i don't have to work you know and that sucks because you should sir you should work Uh, so i don't get what you're doing right now you you kind of look like an idiot by not trying to court your wife and get in those pants because she wants it you know she she wants you to get in those pants and you're like "Mm, no i'm good and that's the thing too because she wants to be touched more now and remember this chick didn't want to be touched at all bow did not want to be touched at all that thing was last on her love language list you know and you were the touchy-feely one but now she wants cuddles and all that stuff like you like you you did you did the impossible you changed her you changed a woman <laughs> she wants the she wants the cuddles she wants touching and you're just like meh get off me meh you know it's like what do you this is what you wanted this is what you wanted you wanted you wanted her you would you would have such uncomfortable conversations at the beginning because she was like oh let's not talk about sex and he's like oh man but i'm fucking horny now she wants that dick and you're like "Mm, i don't know she acts like a kid like make up your mind johnny make up your mind you're going crazy you're driving me crazy i don't know um but yeah um he wants to he wants her to initiate and it's like dude no like (laughs) you initiate if you want it, you go get it. Pay attention to the context clues because she tells you all the time. Because remember, she, they, they were they were talking about um, the time where I, what it wasn't about childhood. It was something else, but we'll take that story. Oh no, no, she was talking about a coworker, and then she got sad or whatever, and she wanted him to give her a hug, but she was waiting for him to do it on her own on his own and he was like well yeah i mean she's like yeah i wanted you to hug me and he's like well you know the mood was right and it's like hmm? she's talking about something that's traumatic to her and you're talking about it as if she should have been the one to hug you <laughs> you know what i mean it's like if she's talking about a traumatic time that's when you hug her bro Catch the contact clues, the context clues. Stop being a bitch. 
that's what she that's what she wanted and then and then she got in her head she's like yeah you know i just should have said can i get a hug and sure i guess that would have been fine but like dude you if you see your wife all sully and all that stuff like go give her a freaking hug man what the hell is wrong with you why do you have to wait for her to ask for it like are you blind my dude what is going on johnny's getting on my damn nerves man (laughs) he's a freaking idiot (laughs) so all right so we go to mikhail and zach and this is kind of like part two of their uh month anniversary thing so remember they doing salsa dance stuff Michaela hated that so she just decided to do something for Zach because she said that she wanted um happy Zach back so um so she took him to a music studio like a legit music studio with candles and roses and all that stuff and he's like super happy and he he's teaching her notes and he's playing on the piano you know being all sexy and shit but the thing is like i hate that they hug most of the time like they don't like kiss or they don't kiss like rachel and jose um or like even johnny and pal they like hug like yay best friends and it's like hug you not hug kiss your wife man like no but like kiss her kiss her don't like kiss her like i'm kissing my grandma kiss you know, like, it's so weird. It, it, And I know that they're in a bad spot, but still, like, embrace, touch, hold. And I know that they are, technically, because of the hugging. But it, it looks so awkward when they hug. Like, he, it, it looks like he's hugging an old college friend that he used to know. That's how he, that's how he, that's how affectionate he is towards her. And it looks weird. they don't look like husband and wife anyway brett and ryan they're uh not gift um well yeah i guess but their multiversary plans are to go to the movie theater and ryan surprises brett with their uh wedding video um and ryan still says that he doesn't (laughs) he still doesn't have any of the spark and but I'm like, dude, like she's looking hot tonight, man. You mean to tell me that you don't want to do anything with her? She looks great. She looks great tonight. And you don't want to do nothing? I mean, granted, she might not have been in the mood because we find out that she had to uh, put her dog down uh, because of kidney failure. Uh, I think her name, the dog's name is Baxter, so or R.I.P. Baxter. But it's like she didn't want to. Um, she said she didn't want to. Um, cancel the date because you know it's a it's a it's a it's a big deal you know what one month in you know but it's like dude like she's she's ready to go man she's ready to go she had a great time watching the movie um the video in the movie theaters as dope and you don't want to do nothing nothing like she's looking slamming in that dress and just like meh i'm a gonna go shoot some deer (laughs) because because i'm more interested in uh hunting than my wife but uh i don't know anyway so day 31 of marriage uh rachel and jose 
uh, Rachel, no, Jose surprises Rachel with uh, having dinner at a baseball field. Um, I guess in the park or whatever. I, like it's a baseball field. <laughs> it's a baseball field, and so they're having dinner on the mound. And she loves baseball, so like that was a <laughs> that was a home run <laughs> on his part. So um, good for him. And yeah, they're just trying to get back into the <laughs> back into the swing of things. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, with their whole like debacle and fight, and they're, and they're doing they're doing pretty well. Like they're they're doing well for themselves. So that's good. They're they're on par again. So um, uh, Johnny goes to visit his friend. Um, to talk about like what's up, what's going on, because you know Johnny is in Johnny's head again, and he's like, for him, he hates to, uh, uh, like incite romance because he's like, if I'm forced to do things, then it makes me want to do the thing less. So it's like, what? What are we nine? It's like. Like, well, well, if you want me to do it, I'm not gonna do it then. You know, like, so you. It's funny because, like, now you're acting like the kid. You think you're all weirded out with Bao and her, and her uh, voices and stuff like that. Well, we're weirded out by your philosophy. Like, initiate going out. Uh, not going out. What? Initiate romance with your woman, with your wife. Like, like, why did that stop? Like, remember when he did the picnic on the beach? You, you did that. You initiated that, all for her to get to this point that you're now avoiding. That's the thing that I don't get. He wanted her to be the way that she is now since the beginning, and now that she, and now that he has her like this, he's pulling away. I don't get it at all. We're at um day thirty two and we're at the group dinner. Everybody's all looking swanky and, 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 and cool. And uh Gil, freaking Mr. Authoritative figure here, always um heading the questions out. Uh, I don't know if it's prompted or, or if it's naturally him. I think it's naturally him. Because he feels like he's I don't know I shouldn't say he feels like he's the father of the group, but I I feel that he's the most manly. And so, like, he likes to be authoritative and take charge and and lead. There you go. He's a leader. So he likes to lead the room into these uh, thought-provoking uh, conversations. So um, he asks, you know, he asks everybody, so um, uh, are you feeling in love with your partner or are you feeling, like, in like with your partner? And then... Uh, um, Michaela and Zach. Zach answers. He's like, "Hey, you know, I would do anything for Michaela. She's perfect for me." Blah blah blah. And then Michaela's like, "Oh, you know, I already told him that I love him, and um, he already knows that." And everyone's like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "What in the black love is this buffoonery?" You know? I was like, "Huh? What do you? What? Like a couple scenes ago, you got well, you weren't at each other's throats, but you guys 
were at odds with each other, but now you're on the same page. Granted, yes, it was a couple days later. I get it. They probably could have had a, a couple talks, and they actually, Michaela actually did say that, that they had a couple talks and whatever. But like, I don't know. I feel it's like what they're saying is good, and I'm not saying that they don't believe what they're saying, but I believe what they, it's like, it's like the imagery of like the sun putting on his father's clothing where it's too big for him now, but he will eventually grow into those clothes. I think this is what they're doing where it's like, we're going to say these things. We don't believe them now or not. We don't believe them, but it's not up to the point that we're saying, but if we continue, we will get to this point. <laughs> Cause I don't see what from what they were saying. I was like, what, where are these words coming from? You're not, huh? <laughs> it didn't, it didn't, it didn't seem correct, but all right, sure. But you can fool everybody else, but no, sir, not me. <laughs> As Rick Ross would say, um, so they moved to Rachel and uh, Jose, and they're good. They they all talked, you know, they talked about what was going on. I mean, what went on with the whole uh, na- naming thing, which uh, I, I guess we're not going to get a, uh, we're not going to get a, an answer unless Kevin Frazier brings it up because I would, lo- I hope at the reunion they bring that shit up because I want to know, one, what the name was and who, and two, if that name is attached to somebody special. But anyway. But yeah, they're good. Um, Ryan and Brett. Ryan is saying, you know, ooh, I care for this girl a lot. I respect her. Blah, 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 all this stuff. But all I'm hearing is wah, 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 care, wah, 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 respect. And no girl wants to hear those words. Much like how guys don't want to hear the words friend, bro, or brother when you're describing him. Because the guy... No one wants to hear those words, especially when you adore the person that is saying those things about you. So, yeah, Brett doesn't want to hear care, respect. She wants to hear love, um, adore, all that stuff. Just like guys don't want to hear friend, bro, or brother when you're describing him. They don't want to hear that. So, uh, she's she's like yeah you know i'm still hopeful for us and blah 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 and he's like yeah you know i'm not there yet i'm not there yet and eh, whatever and then ugh, to 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 end the show johnny and bow you know bow's saying that like you know oh i cook i cook for him i i, I bake i do all these things and um i'm trying i'm i'm, I'm putting 100 percent in this and johnny is just seething <laughs> he, he's taking all the flowers from like near him and he's like just ripping the petals and it's very visible everybody's it's not like he's doing it in private everybody sees it you know he's rip, he's ripping the petals and he's just getting angry and angrier and in the confessional he's like yeah i don't believe what she's saying i don't believe it. she she wants to play the victim card she wants to be liked that's the only reason why she's saying this stuff it's a fucking lie all this stuff and I mean, I can I could kind of see that from Bao, but at the same time, Johnny, like, bro, like you're messing you're messing stuff up too, you know, because she's saying that like my husband wants me to initiate, whereas before in previous relationships I never necessarily had to do that because 
I was courted. So this is a new realm for me. And she, but she's learning because she has been, uh, she has been, um, uh, initiating, you know, and which is good too. Again, girls, girls should initiate because men want to feel wanted too. And we don't want to feel like the ones that were like, were the, like the horn dogs, you know, like we want to know that, you know, you want, you want this too. You want this body that, that shit is hot to us. Trust us. You know, so, but no, but Johnny needs to freaking, like, what, like, what, what does he need, what, what does he need her to prove anymore? Like, you know she wants it, go freaking get it, man. So, I don't know why, and you know, and she, he's accusing her of being manipulative, and he feels betrayed, and all this stuff, and she's saying all these things, and then Zach is like, alright, uh, Johnny, you know, it's your turn, because Val talked and he's like, Hey, I have a whole bunch to say, but I'm not going to say it until I speak with my wife. And people are like, Oh, you know, that's fair. I, I feel you. I feel you. Meanwhile, he's still ripping <laughs> the petals in half. And people, you know, of course, how do you not see that Johnny is pissed off and he's angry, you know? So they're about to, you know, he almost loses, he almost loses his composure, but he's all right. But then they're about to do a toast, and then he, like, bolts out. He's like, I need to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. But he doesn't, well, no, he does go to the bathroom, but then he goes outside, and he's just breathing, and Jose comes out. He's like, bro, what's going on? She's, he's like, yo, she's lying. She's not telling the truth. I don't get it. All this stuff. I'm like, damn. He's he's really pissed. So, like, yeah, he's pissed off. <laughs> and uh, that's where it ends. That's where, that's where the episode ends, you know? So, um... I don't know. I kind of feel bad for him, but at the same time, I mean, if he was stepping up too, I don't think any of this would have been uh, happening. But that's just me. You know, what, what, what do I know? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, this is, so, you know, we're going to move on to the Skin Deeps, the and, um, self-edition card game and this card is card 56 um okay so card 56 so um let's see what this bad boy says what happened in the past that broke a part of me what healed in its place Whoa. What happened in the past that wow, what 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 happened in the past that broke a part of me? I think probably when um I broke up with uh an ex and she chose some douchebag over me and then would call me to talk about how much of a douchebag the douchebag was. <laughs> I think that's what that was. That really broke me. Like that, I I still feel that to this day, because it felt like betrayal. Um, but what healed in its place? I don't know. I don't think I've this. It's probably, it's, I don't know, it's healed, but there's definitely a scar there. 
and you know I pick at it every so often but um it's pretty much healed and uh what healed in its place I don't know probably what made what helped me heal is this podcast and this podcast and uh the eventual book that I'm writing about that experience and about like the past 10 years of all my feel well most of my female experiences that all has happened and that has healed me a lot to uh grow and get better and to deal with things and to better know who I am yeah those um those have uh helped me immensely um yeah yeah that helped th- those things helped a lot so and I'm glad and yeah as um a crush of mine the crush that I was talking about in the last episode she said um what did she say she said that um cuz she was asking me how well how 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 have I been doing and I said you know you know just all right just doing you know setting up for a podcast episode happy about that and she's like yeah that's good you're good at it and passionate it probably helps you keep centered and focused you'll be a relationship expert in no time well you kind of are now and then she gives me a smile and then she's like take kind of out of that sentence and I appreciate that she thinks I'm a relationship expert but I had to tell her I was like no I'm more of a a relationship observer I don't think I can ever call myself an expert I wouldn't allow myself I wouldn't allow myself to be called an expert until like I maybe got like a degree in something which I want to do. I mean, I still have like an online course of sociology that I can take and that I want to take. You know, I want to I want to learn about that stuff, you know, and I I don't know if I'll be you know as as uh in depth like the experts on merit at first sight or whatever because they actually went to school and the online school is like quicker but at least i can wave something be like no i know a little something <laughs> you know i think i would like that but uh but yeah this yeah this podcast helped me a lot and it's great so i'm 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 happy i'm happy about that that i'm happy that that thing that broke me didn't completely break me and i'm still healing to this day but i'm doing much much better and going and moving upward and onward you know so i feel i feel good about that but uh okay so um that's the end of the show thank you for listening to the inquisitive nobody podcast you can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as apple Podcasts. Google Podcast, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com, and I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but... I am getting closer to figuring out a way to live within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody. <laughs>